What up, people? It is Tuesday, January 22nd. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Um, belated happy MLK Day. Uh, hopefully you had the day off like I did. Uh, if you didn't, I apologize for that, but I enjoyed my time off. Uh, it was just nice to kind of chill and relax for the day and have that long weekend, which was very well deserved um, on my part. Uh, Sunday. I have to start with the football games on Sunday. Uh, the Saints and the Rams, pretty good game from what I saw. Uh, I ended up missing the majority of the game, but uh, turned it on in the fourth quarter and the overtime. And I have to say congratulations to the Rams, but the Saints were screwed royally. That was a, a blatant pass interference call that was missed by the referees, and I think that actually decided the game. Uh, again, I didn't have a chance to watch the full game, but just that was a huge call uh, in a very critical moment that was missed. And I'm, I heard after the fact that the referees, you know, admitted that they blew the call, but I think that cost the Saints uh, a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And honestly, this entire season, um, the referees have not done a good job overall. Uh, it, it's just been a lot of missed calls. Um, and there were some calls in the other game too that I'll talk about in a second, but I hate to see critical uh, calls like that decide a game. And obviously, yeah, you do play the game. There are other things that could have happened throughout the game. So that one play wouldn't have been as critical. But, um, you know, that was just the case in this particular game. Uh, the Saints had a great season. Drew Brees had a, an amazing season. Uh, may come in second for the MVP voting. I think that may go to Patrick Mahomes this year, but uh, Saints got screwed. But you know, good luck to the to the Rams in the Super Bowl and the second game, Kansas City and the Patriots. That was a great game from the second half. The first half was kind of boring in my opinion. Uh, Kansas City couldn't get anything done on the offensive side of the ball, but that second half was a great game if you like high-scoring games. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a beast, uh, but the Patriots are the Patriots, and they still have Tom Brady, they still have Belichick, they still have Gronk, and I don't care what you say, I have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, The Patriots is probably the best coach team in the NFL and have been for a long time. Uh, You just cannot continue to explain their dominance of the AFC year after year, they're going to be there. Regardless of what happened in the regular season, when it comes playoff time, they step it up. And it's just ridiculous. I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm tired of Tom Brady, but I have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, they just continue to find a way to do it every year. Um, they replace players. They you know lose players in free agency, release players, and they just have this next man up mentality which I had most, I wished most teams would have that same mentality because half of their starters, I don't even know who they are. And you kind of learn them over the year, but they just next man up mentality. They are good at developing their players. They're good at drafting. Um, They just handle their business and they have to be considered the best franchise uh, in the NFL if you look at just their winning percentage and what they do. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Tom Brady, uh, the way he continually comes um, 
in a clutch. He comes up big in clutch situations. Uh, it was really beating them is, is hard to do. And Kansas City had a really good opportunity. Uh, their defense just could not hold up in overtime. Uh, but just the way New England just picks you apart. And they have players who step up and just continually make big plays. Uh, now, credit to Kansas City because Patrick Mahomes, he came through big time. And I can't put the blame on him at all. Um, I think the overall team is pretty good, but that defense could use a little help because in overtime, they just let Kansas, um, they let the Patriots just drive down the field. And actually they did that uh, before the end of regulation. Um, I think they went up by like three or four points and they just let Kansas City, I mean, they just let the Patriots drive right back down the field with like in 30 seconds or 40 seconds or something like that. It was ridiculous. But congratulations to the Patriots, uh, even though I hope they lose in the Super Bowl, but I'm sure they're going to be favorites going into the Super Bowl. So I'm predicting them to win because it's just, it's Tom Brady. Um, and I'm not sure that the Rams are ready for it. Now, the Rams had a great season. Uh, the turnaround that they've had with this young coach, uh, he's bringing a different uh, atmosphere to that team. And it's good to see. It's refreshing, but I think we're moving away from the old saying of defense with championships. Because right now, I think Los Angeles was probably averaging 30 points a game, which is one of the highest uh, point totals for offense in the league. So it should be a pretty good game. Uh, I hope it's played indoors. I'm not sure where it is this year, but I hope it's played indoors. That should make for a really high-scoring game. Um, so if you like the excitement of a lot of points, if you're on a football pool, and because my dad is on a football pot that pays out every time the score changes, I think this would be the game to get on something like that because I, I have a feeling that the score is going to change often. Um, and with that said... I have to give kudos to Tony Romo. Tony Romo is the best sports commentator out there today. I love hearing Tony Romo call um, call games because you can feel his enthusiasm of just being there and calling the plays. Uh, some of his takes on the play calling, there was a, a play in the Kansas City game where um, Brady was at the line Tony said he's going to audible out of this play. They're going to run it to the right. That's exactly what Tom Brady did. He audibled out of his original play. Run to the right, touchdown. And, I mean, just his, the way he reads the defenses that he explains to the people watching what's going on in the thought process, I absolutely love it. I love his enthusiasm. I love his take on the game. I love the way he breaks down the defenses. Um, haven't seen that before that I can recall from a commentator and I absolutely love it I think if he continues the way he's going he will go down as a Hall of Fame commentator that's how good he is and I just love how excited he gets and the combination of him and Jim Nance it's a really good balance um, because I'm not a huge fan of Troy Aikman and Joe Buck uh, Troy Aikman I feel like a lot of times he's very biased and even though he, I'm in Dallas and he's a, he was a former Cowboys quarterback, I liked him as a player, but I'm not really fond of him as uh, a commentator. I would rather hear Jim Nance and Tony Romo over any other duo. So congrats to Tony. I, 
I think he's calling the Super Bowl too, so that should make it that much more exciting. So uh, I read an article yesterday where CBS, they're going to try to extend his contract uh, to try to keep him there so he doesn't go to another network. And I think that would be one of the best things they could do. So kudos to Tony. To Tony. I love hearing him uh, call games. So that's another reason why I'm looking forward to watching the Super Bowl if he's going to call that game because he'll add just a slightly higher level of excitement to that game overall. Uh, moving on to just watching some of the stuff in the news lately. Um, several Democrats have come out and announced that they are running for the 2020 presidential uh, election. And some of these people I'm familiar with, uh, Kamala Harris, she announced yesterday, uh, Elizabeth Warren, and now she's doing an exploratory committee, and uh, a couple other people that I'm not as familiar with. So I think it's going to be a huge field on the Democrat side um, to challenge that dude in the White House. But I don't see any true front runners at this point. Uh, I haven't heard of anyone that has announced that I feel could beat this dude and his base. Um, so hopefully something will start to take shape over the next few months. And, you know, that's just my opinion on that. I do like Elizabeth Warren, but I don't think she can win. I think a lot of that will depend on who she has as a running mate. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, excuse me, but I'm interested to learn more about her and, and what her policies are and things of that nature. So, um, should be an interesting next six months or so as additional candidates or potential candidates come out um, with their campaigns. And Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, she's one of the new members of the House, and she's a a fresh face. She's very much um, savvy with Twitter and social media, and that's how she gained popularity. But the thing I don't like about her is it seems like she has this attitude, it's my way or the highway kind of thing, which doesn't work. You being a new member of Congress, um, I think you should kind of back up, slow your roll, and gain support within the party. Because right now it seems like there's a little discord in the um, Democratic Party, and she's kind of part of that. You can't come in and just kind of buck the system. Yeah, obviously there are changes that need to be made, but there are processes to those changes as well. So working with the right group of people, maybe you can get some of your agendas and ideas heard and taken care of and actually um, put into place. But there's a way you have to do that. You can't come in with guns blazing and think you're going to take over everything. You're in charge of anything because you're new. Learn the processes, work with the leaders of the Democratic Party, and just chill out. And I think it would be a very good partnership because some of these older, more senior members of uh, Congress and the Senate, you can work with them to get more social media savvy. Uh, And I think having that social media presence will help in the next election. But it's all in the way you, you present things. Again, you can't just come in and think you're running something and it's your way and just buck the system. Now, I don't think you should just automatically do what everybody else says either. Have your own ideas and thought processes. That's a good thing. But I think the more public um, 
arguments and disagreements, uh, the worse it is for the party itself. Because you want to show a unified front. And, you know, to try to do some of that stuff behind closed doors. Um, nothing good will come from from open public disagreements within the party. Uh, we just, we need more unity all the way around. Uh, we need more unity, more bipartisanship. So uh, I just hope she's able to calm down just a little bit, get your foot in the door, find out exactly what's going on and work your way in there. And again, you know, if you have some good ideas, hopefully they can be taken into consideration going forward. Um, and also I was looking in the news and a lot of people are doing these ridiculous bird box challenges. Uh, one girl decided to drive her car, I think she was like 16 or 17, decided to drive her car blindfolded in a bird box challenge and of course she wrecked the car. That's so stupid. Um, I feel bad for this generation coming up because these are the same fools that did the Tide Pod challenge. Uh, they were doing, I think a year or so ago, they were doing the alcohol, rubbing the alcohol on their skin and lighting it on fire. Stupid stuff like that. Now, as a kid, I've done a few stupid things, but nothing that would jeopardize my life like that. I mean, that's just idiotic. Driving your car with a blindfold on because you saw it in a in a Netflix movie? That's ridiculous. You could have killed yourself or somebody else. Eating a Tide Pod? Setting yourself on fire? I mean, this generation coming up now is so ridiculous. Um, and then videotaping it too. I mean, it's just... Uh, it's ridiculous. Stop that. It's nonsense. Use your brain. Just be smarter than that. You're, you're smarter than that. Uh... And lastly, I found myself playing a lot of Sudoku lately. I actually love games that make you think. And I came across this Sudoku app on my phone and I'm addicted to it. Um, I will spend hours on two or three puzzles trying to figure it out because this particular app, if you make three mistakes, you have to start over. I don't like having to start over, so I would rather sit there and ponder it and think about it for hours than to have to start over. So um, if you like thinking games, uh, like I'm a, I love to play chess. And I also found this escape room app. I'm addicted to that as well. And I actually have my girlfriend playing the escape room app. It's just, it makes you think. I like my mind to be stimulated and challenged. Uh, that's why I like to play poker because it's a strategy against someone else where you have to think and read people. So any of the thinking games like that, I'm all for it. And I was up way too late the other night to four in the morning playing Sudoku in this escape room game. Um, so if you like to be challenged mentally, I suggest and recommend any of those things to, to keep your mind focused and, and stimulated. Uh, the last thing for today is this week's verbal middle finger. And this week's verbal middle finger goes to the boxer Adrian Broner who fought Manny Pacquiao over the weekend. And after the fight, um, he lost the fight. It was a unanimous decision for Pacquiao. And uh, I watched some of the highlights of the fight and he just got handled. I think he averaged eight punches around. And in a professional fight, that's just not gonna do it. And after the fight, in his post-fight interview, he kept saying that everybody could see he won and 
he beat the dude up and he kept saying how that fight was for the hood he did it for the hood and gang gang not sure what the whole gang gang thing is about but seeing you doing it for the hood basically the hood just saw you get your ass kicked dude i mean it's i've never seen anyone more clueless in my life well maybe i have but he's extremely clueless um doesn't accept responsibility that he lost and this whole thing i'm doing it for the hood i, I just wish we would get out of that mentality you know is dude you have money man grow up yeah, just grow up man you know you're doing this for the hood okay the hood just saw you get beat now so um i wonder how the hood like that now i understand taking care of the hood and going back to your old neighborhood and doing things and supporting people i understand that but at some point you have to get out of that mentality you, you just have to well and again that's just my opinion um so adrian Brody, you get this week's rubber metal finger just because you're clueless and you need to grow up and mature so that's it for this week until next week god bless peace Thank you.